Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to Breaking Bread Revamp. Let's get a round of applause. Woo! Yeah, we're excited. So, we have two wonderful guests. Uh, would you like to introduce yourselves, please? Certainly, Mo. Thank you for that. Uh, my name is Robert Cookman. And I'm his wife, Trina. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for having us here. Yes. And so they are our lovely guests for today. So we're really excited for just the wisdom and the insight that they're going to share with us today. Correct, so yeah. take it away. So um, I was doing a research. I, I was trying to do a research of why people are leaving, you know, churches and young people are not. Like, if you think about it, um, they go to church, right? And then to a certain, once they get graduate or go to high school, Little by little, they just stop going to church. So um, since I'm going to theology class, um, I was thinking why people are, are, why young people are not going or why people are not interested, you know, in all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm just going to ask people this question, like why people leave. And we have this, the answer, one of the answers that I received, um, I was kind of shocked and I was just like, um, I can't, I couldn't answer at the moment. I maybe, maybe till this moment, I can't answer it. But it really caught me off guard. And it was pretty much, it says, because it's difficult to believe that because of Christianity, Catholicism, indigenous people were slaughtered. And um, I'm a, it says, oh, we're supposed to say, in addition to all Bibles being translated based on the needs of whomever is translating it, King James Version, the guy was an absolute madman whom. The Bible was translated for. There is a lot of gray areas, and it is so hard to fathom. So I was just like, I never thought of who or why was it translated and how long it was. You know, yeah. we just assume okay, we have this version of uh, an in English, and we just read it, but we don't, we don't actually go behind the scenes of how it was, it came to be. You know, we just assume it just happened, and it's, we ha it happens. We don't actually, we are thought, you know, this is the word of God and you just believe whatever it's, it, it says here. And we don't actually take time to be like, who is this King uh, James? You know, who is this person? And yeah, so I was just like, I just, we need to answer this and, you know, ask people that can help. Because to be honest, I, I can't answer it by myself. So that's why these lovely guests are here to help us, you know, answer this. These questions that um, now maybe not only her but other people might have, and um, I don't know who wants to go first. Rock paper scissors. <laughs> you know, it's very eager to start talking. No, no, I did not. <laughs> so, uh, who wants to talk? Well, Mo wants to talk first. Mo wants to talk first. She always does. That's why. That's why I stopped. <laughs> okay. Um, that was like a lot of stuff happening. So the first thing that I want to address is just the simplicity of just like Christian history. Cause I do think that she has a very valuable point in just saying, you know, indigenous people. And that's like indigenous people, like native Americans were literally slaughtered, kicked yeah. out of their lands. And so, um, yeah, I was just doing research and it was just talking about how like laws were, just enacted in order for the Native Americans not to be able to celebrate their culture and like Correct, believe yes. what they believe. So Christianity was definitely, and even Catholicism was something that was forced on them. 
And so, um, like, I mean, that's a valid point, but I one thing that just kept coming up for me as I was doing research was, first of all, just um, how with just anything, like, things could be used for good and things could be used for evil as well. Yeah. And so I do feel that even just, like, in religions today, like, a lot of people can claim that, you know, they believe what the Bible says, but really they're just using it you know, as a source of just manipulation. And so to keep people oppressed, um, but that's not the case for everyone. So I do feel like that's a whole nother tangent, but also we could just like categorize everyone. Cause you know, you see the Christians of today and it's like, well, we aren't oppressing indigenous people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, that was something of the past, but it is like part of the history, but that, but I just feel like it goes back to, individuals at the same time like because we are the church we are the bride but i do feel like back then maybe they didn't have as much technology for example as we have because now it's like we actually get to study the bible like in depth rather than back then yeah. they didn't have the technology so it was just like oh, you kind of have to take things yeah. right at face value and just like okay well this is what the bible says so so yeah yeah it's good to acknowledge i mean yes there was there's all sorts of problems that have happened, yeah. whether you're Christian or not Christian. Yeah. And, uh, just just because you have a, uh, because people went to a church. I mean, there's a lot of layers in here, so you can, you can first start with the whole point of, you know, with with Constantine, uh, saying that everyone in the Roman Empire had to go to church. Yeah. So we have these integrated churches where you have Christians and non-Christians going to church together, mm. because it was a thing that they were forced to do. So then we have that all the way till now where people just go to church for ulterior motives and yeah, reasons. Right. So just because someone went to church and then owned a plot of land and then decided that they were going to, you know, oppress people doesn't mean that they were a Christian. Ooh. Yeah. You know, so, so that's the first thing. Uh, but secondly, I mean, you also have to follow the priest <laughs> what the Bible says. And it's, it's quite obvious when you see that when it talks about, uh, I mean, we have a whole book, yeah. Exodus, about talking about people being oppressed, God's people being oppressed by the Egyptians and enslaved, uh, you know, for 420 years. So it's like, okay, so there's a point to that, which is yeah. we don't do that. Right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, so, I don't think they got that, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Americans obviously didn't get it earlier on, too. <laughs> oh, so again, my point is, yeah, th those are terrible things that happen. Yeah. Uh, and we can't, you know, whitewash it or say that it didn't happen. Yeah. yeah but at definitely. the same time, we can't take that on as, well, that was a, all these Christians did that, so therefore Christianity is bunk. Mm. Yeah. That's, a, that's, yeah a, that's good. That's quite a line. Yeah. I think. I love it. Yeah, she's go waiting. She's, I know she's you like, were ready. I'm ready like, go, go, Gina, go. There's <laughs> your Bible. <laughs> ready to go. She put on her glasses. I was like, she's putting all the glasses, people. It's getting serious. No. Pass the popcorn. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I think what happens is, is that you have a, people searching and as I talked before the podcast started, you know, the heart of the matter is the matter of the heart, you know, and, and Ezekiel brings up in um, chapter 18, and I'll just read just a couple of verses. It says, yet you say, why should not the son suffer for the iniquity of the father when the son has done what is just and right and has 
been careful to observe all my statutes, he shall surely live. The soul who sins shall die. The son shall not suffer for the iniquity of the father, not the father suffer for the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. Mm. And so what you have are you have these situations where people are responsible for themselves. Yeah. You know, and to hold another generation responsible for something that somebody else did long ago is holding a sin against somebody that didn't do it. And so, you know, so I can take that and allow myself not to believe because I'm not allowing myself to recognize that the sin that happened was somebody else that did it. You know, and and God holds each of us accountable for our own sin. You know, and and in response to, you know, what the question was posed, you know, you have to be able to look at the situation and say, yeah, but this is what somebody else did. Yeah, yeah it's just like blaming somebody else. I mean, maybe that happened, but we can definitely change that, you know? Yeah. We Now that's our ancestors, but now we are up, it's up to us to fix that. Yeah. I feel like, um, like you said, it's just so easy to blame other people instead of, okay, that happened. It shouldn't have happened in the first place, but since it's happened, how can we fix it? How can we not make that mistake happen again? And sometimes we just, like, we just overlook that and just, like, oh, just not think about or even talk, talk about that because yeah. um, sometimes we don't know how to answer. Yeah. Dang, come on. I just feel like, just really quickly, because I was like, <laughs> we're talking about it, so I have to bring it up because I just feel like this just brings me back to just everything that was unfolding last year, you know, just with, like, social just injustice because oh, we were yeah. talking about that, and I was like, oh, that was so good. And so it just brings me back to just, like, where everyone was last year, you know, just the conflict and just the tension and just the anger, the hatred, the division oh, yeah, when it came to Black Lives Matter, you know, and then there was the All Lives Matter, and there was the Blue Lives Matter. And so we just have a lot of things. Everyone matters, okay? We just had a lot of things happening. Yeah. But, like, what you just said, I just feel like that ties in so well to that, like, just to the simple fact of, like, you know, it's like one cop, one white cop shot like one young black man so it's like up oh, like not only is it all white cops but it's like all cops like you're all bad like we need yeah. a new system because like it's yeah. all of you like it's not just one and so but what you're saying is so key like we can't in a sense like put one person's image on everyone else just because they're like inside of that group come on that just goes back exactly. to sociology which we're not going to get into <laughs> yeah. but yes love that well because the, the only person that really took on every sin was jesus christ yeah say it again trina say yeah it again. Well, the only person that can take on everybody's sin is jesus christ yeah, yeah. to put to put other people's sin on some other person is Nobody it's the else. judgment where it's like Matthew 7 says like do not judge or else you will be judged so it's kind of like uh, putting judgment on someone or well, like condemnation or no well it, it even says though that by what measure you judge someone you will be measured yeah, yeah. definitely. that's a warning for everyone yeah mm-hmm. and for those who, who like to in our counselor, counsel, cancel culture 
That's a good warning for them too. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who I mean myself who wants to cancel people, everyone wants to cancel everyone, <laughs> out, right? But it's like, no, we have to listen to each other. Yeah. And understand where we're coming from. But by whatever judgment you give out is what you will be judged with too. I thought it was an interesting one. Yeah. Interesting scripture. Yeah, I feel like um like you're saying that um that I feel like that that claim of oh, because we killed a lot of people, then I don't believe in God or I don't go to church no more. It's just like, okay, I know that happened, but why I just drop something just because of that? You know, that's yeah. that's something that 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 we can can be fixed in the sense of okay, how can we make it up in the sense of how can we live with other people? How can we you know have fellowship with other people? You know, and yeah. and blaming on what happened on the past which you weren't even there in the first place right. to, to just blame on that and be like oh i just don't believe that um i'm not saying it's wrong but i know it's it's a feeling yeah well okay it is wrong but it, well i'm not saying it's the way she expressed it mm-hmm. i understand because a lot of people say that like oh christians are supposed to be you know this people are loving caring they're just judging and yeah a lot of people are just judging and that's yeah. why if we go back to uh, back last year with the LGBT, you know, I understand our Christians don't know how to love them. Like, yeah, like, like actually love them though. Yes, like, it's a conflict just because of the history of Christianity with the LGBTQ. Yeah, community. just people yeah. are just saying, "Oh, you're Christian," this automatic, this kind of like hate just yeah. turns on. Mm-hmm. If you see in the news or 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 or. Um, social medias when you say you're a christian they just already rage yeah they don't even know you and you're like hold up let me show you what i am you know let me show you who i am Mm -hmm. now i know what my ancestors did or other people did Mm -hmm. maybe not right but this is how like it should be in the first place yeah and that's how instead of leaving church let's change that culture of just hating all other people Mm -hmm. instead of now we should love people at the same time we should tell them this is not right. This is this is how it should be. But I'm not here to you know, you know, um, be hateful and just you know be like mean and yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, so so not to turn the turn it too far out, but trying to get to the other part of her question, mm-hmm. uh, which is I think the important part to then anchor in all the rest of the things that we're saying, which okay. is she kind of attacked the basis of the Bible by saying that somebody interpreted the Bible to make it sound for whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, now, w- what fascinated me was that uh, the Catholic Church really had the reign for a while on, yeah. on the Bible itself. Now, you would think that if they were going to interpret the Bible, because most people were illiterate at the time. Yeah. I mean, we did have the Dark Ages, right? Mm-hmm. So that was that was a time where people didn't... they. They didn't really didn't have. The, yeah. They couldn't read. They couldn't, you know. So, and they would go to church, and they would, and the church would be taught in Latin, so they yeah. didn't understand any of it. Oh so, my gosh. so that'll be the so, most boring <laughs> moment. So, so the point is that oh if you thought someone was going to change the Bible, well, that was the opportune time to change it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so, if you're going to interpret it, wouldn't you think they would put in things like, uh, well, you know, the Pope this, and you know that. That uh, Paul was the first pope. They, they would insert all that into scripture, mm-hmm. but it had, didn't happen. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, if you look through scripture, it's the Bible is the only religious book that actually tells. If you read every person in the Bible with 
the exception of one or two, Joseph is iffy. Um, Jesus, obviously, is not iffy. Joseph is the only other one that's really iffy if you don't know where they stand, whether he, you know, what sins he committed or whatever. But pretty much everybody in the Bible, their their n- massive sins are right there yeah. on the page. Yeah. And so why would you have a holy book where everybody in the book is flawed? Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah, I never so, thought about that. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. So if you're going to change it, you're going to change it for the positive. And throwing out an accusation that somebody's going to do something and, and somehow change scripture, well, you have to kind of use some logical deduction there that okay. they would have changed it to be positive towards all of their things. Yeah. And that just isn't true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. She's ready. She's ready. Oh, (laughs) no, I was listening to (laughs) what he was saying. And, but what I love, it's, she doesn't go, sometimes we have questions and doubts because we don't know the nature of God. Mm. We don't know his nature. And yet God tells us in his word, come, let us reason together. Yeah. You know, he's not afraid of people's doubts or of even people's misinterpretation or of something that they think happened. God's not afraid to listen to that if they will come to him, you know, and that's so important because even in our doubts, God still remains the same. That's the beautiful thing about our God. He's living and he doesn't change you know he's the same yesterday today and forever you're going to find that culture changes the views the hot topics the buttons all those things change and they change yearly they change moment by moment but god doesn't change his word doesn't change you know and and his nature doesn't change and so when you look at him and the inerrancy of his word and he's telling the people that are willing, come, just come. Let us reason together, you know, and and let's talk it out. What does my word say? And look at the wholeness of my word, not just one little part of a scripture, yeah. but the wholeness yeah. of what it's I've like said. Yes, yes. Yeah, because um, when we take just one verse out of context, then... That's when people are like, oh, this the Bible says this or the Bible says that. But what if we just read the whole thing and maybe, right. then maybe you understand what it's saying, not what you're trying to, you know, manipulate and just teach other people. And it right. just you're right. I mean, God is just like you. You have questions, come to me, I can answer them. But it's so easy to say, oh, they're just using it. I'm just I don't have time. I just go out of my way and not not even try and reason or. Or, or or figure it out because I was actually reading that King James is one of the versions that is the most accurate throughout mm-hmm. the whole versions mm-hmm. and so I was just like so how was he trying to manipulate when it's the most closest to the actual yeah. scriptures you know like the actual Greek and Latin that it's originally you know translated from I was like I don't know then I, I can't understand why she's trying to say um, I was trying to um, uh, do like in the history side and it didn't say he was a madman it just said that he just wanted to like gain people and have control but not in the 
crazy way is just like, like something not like, like in a dictatorship. Exactly, kind of not 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 like. Oh, I'm just gonna force this force this on uh, upon every single person. It was just like I just want to gain, you know, like their votes, kind of in the sense mm-hmm. of or gain them over to me mm-hmm. because he wanted to, you know, be okay with the whole, like with the whole society back then. Mm-hmm. But actually, it didn't work out. People, since they were learning their like um, about God and stuff like that, they actually became Christians and actually started re- going to church for the right reasons, not for the wrong reasons of just. Gaining money and stuff like that, so I was just like, I I I don't know what else I can say about that since what she was trying to say. Um, maybe next time we can just have her here. And, I know, yeah, so we can we can hear that side of the stories because yeah, yeah, I feel like she has more. Yeah, yeah, I feel she has more yeah. to say. So in just in that paragraph she wrote, um, yeah, I never I could have just texted her like, hey, come. Come real quick and just yeah. share what you have in mind. We can answer this with you and, you know, for other people that might have the same questions. Mm-hmm. So so I did, you know, you mentioned something. So going back to now what you, you mentioned earlier <laughs> about, about uh, social justice, yeah. LGBTQA plus, plus. Uh, group and, and all, <laughs> IA plus, sorry. Um, it's, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, for all of us who are Christians, okay, so we have to learn. I think what people don't do is they don't learn how to love. Oh. So, and I say we learn how to love. We all get, I mean, there isn't one person on the planet who doesn't get irritated. Yeah. Who doesn't, who, who hasn't been hurt mm. and who doesn't hurt. Oh, yes. Okay, so, so. I hurt and I hurt others. So that happens. That's a real, that's real whether you're Christian, non-Christian, yes. whatever, wherever you come from, that's part of the human condition. The problem with that is people don't re- under really understand that God sent a son down to die for their sins so that then if they really read scripture, so back to reading scripture, if you go through it, why would anybody translate it for one in the way that it is if they were trying to get people to do something yeah, different. Take advantage. Because it's yeah. really about right. loving each other yeah. and forgiving each other yeah. and mm-hmm. not and not wanting to have any king other than Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not wanting to and not wanting to 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 say you're different than me, so therefore uh you're not accepted by God. Yeah, you're that's see that's out. not yeah. it. Dang. See? So so what I don't what if like you mentioned if people read it from cover to cover, the Bible, you soon learn one, that we're all messed up no matter where we yes. come from. Yeah. And yeah. two, there's a lot of atrocities that happen over the totality of history. Mm-hmm. And there isn't one group of people, one race, one nationality, one color, one whatever you are, that is, if, as a group, that's sinless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's yeah. only one person that's sinless, and that's Jesus, but he took on everyone's sin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, how do we as Christians... Through the power of the Holy Spirit, love everyone. Yeah. And when we feel anger or feel hate or we feel whatever it is, that we give that to God, that we give that to Jesus, that we lean on the power of the Holy Spirit to then learn how to love. And I think the answer to why people leave the church and why people don't, the young folks don't stick around 
is because sometimes I don't think they see that in the church. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. God. say that one yeah. more time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Drop the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. Sir. yeah. Yeah. No, it's a it's true. People need to see a genuine Christianity in people. Mm-hmm. And I really think just to the original question that's posted, why do people why are young people not coming to church or why are they leaving church? Because the relationship of Jesus Christ, it's it's not church. It's the relationship with mm. Jesus Christ. Where is that in your life? Mm. You know, and and when they see that in other people that they're around, it becomes contagious when it's genuine. Yeah. And you know, it's not something that I have to do. I want to know my God. I want to pray. I want to read my word. I want to talk about Jesus with other people that talk about him, you know. And so there's there's a dynamic, a dunamis of the Holy Spirit, you know, that that allows that to happen. And and it has kind of waned to be yeah, honest, definitely. you know, and, and, and what's happened too is because of all social issues that doctrine gets messed up. And so when doctrine gets messed up, where's your foundation? Mm-hmm. Where's your foundation going to rest? Mm-hmm. Well, it has to rest in the one who said it and that's Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's, um, I don't know. It's just, you know, when you, that's what I love when you talk with other people, you actually, even though, you go to church, you learn something new every day, and that's something that I, I wasn't like aware of that, or actually was, but you know, I just didn't put much thought about that. That we are not actually being Christians. We just yeah. took that label and say, "Oh, I'm Christian," but I'm not actually doing what a Christian is supposed to be. Like, right. I can be go to a gym, but not work out. It's just I just go to a gym, but <laughs> actually work out. The same thing. Like, I got my membership. <laughs> sit, it, sit at the juice bar. Because, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's true. Other people, and, and because I've done it before, that's why. <laughs> and actually, I'm a member. Actually, I was because of Mo, because she's trying to, I know, she's forcing me to go to the gym, I'm and I'm like, I don't want to. I'm continually encouraging. So that's what I'm, yeah, but back to the topic. What I was trying to say is, we just took that label of being a Christian. We're not actually being Christ-like, you know, mm-hmm. and going back to the script- scriptures, um, and it's crazy how many people that want to gain power, the first thing is burn Bibles. They were just trying to hide the Bibles, you know, Hitler didn't want people to read the Bibles, you know, um, uh, Napoleon, like, there's a lot of people that when they take over, or trying to take over, the first thing was, we don't want Bibles. If, uh, to today, if you go to China, the Bibles are not permitted to be um, openly read in the public. Right. So it's it's crazy how we can say, oh, they're just doing it for the like for their own game, but hold up, the government is not allowing that to happen. So it's it has something that is causing a revolution if people start reading the actual word, not just, you know, like skip through it and just be like, okay, I just read it. No, actually read the Bible, read the context and actually understand what it's saying, yeah. then it's you know, it's gonna stir something within us and just know there's love like you were saying love actually love people and people will be like hmm what's that happening like what's going on there i just want 
I want to know what's going on there, and yeah. people are actually going to start coming instead of leaving church. But like you were saying, since we're not loving people, they're like, I don't see anything going on. I don't see the love the Bible says it's supposed to be like. I don't want to be part of this. Yeah. And I don't want to be part of Christians that killed indigenous people. I don't mm-hmm. want to be part of this Christians that are supposed to, you know, take over in a sense when rich... I don't see it maybe because I'm being biased because I am Christian, but <laughs> I don't see it. I, I, I just, for I, I was trying so hard, but I don't see it. I don't see how the Bible can be benefited with, for other reasons. Well, I don't know. I just, I, yeah, I can't, I can't. I just have to add, because this, like, burns in my soul. <laughs> I've been, like, talking about that. this since, like, March. And I'm like, God, like, help me, Jesus, because, like, I just don't know what to do. Because, like, I love that you're talking, we're talking about learning to love people. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that is so hard for a lot of Christians, like, not just because it's a label, but there's people who are like, I really want to be like Jesus, yep. but there is like no discipleship in church. Amen. Yes. So how do yeah. we learn to love? Like mm-hmm. I personally, like literally I'm like, thank you Jesus for the Holy spirit. Cause like yeah. the Holy spirit is truly a counselor, like Amen. just instructing me and like teaching me these things. But then it's like, for those who are like, Oh, like, you know, I'm just now coming to Jesus or I've been in the church for a really long time and I've known the Lord for a long time. Like, but I just don't know, like, how do I learn to love? And so there's just such a lack of discipleship, such a lack of teaching. And I feel like that yes. also goes back to such a lack of, like, reading the word and studying and, like, really becoming the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah. So, like, what do we do? <laughs> <sighs> That was a lot. Sorry. That was great. <laughs> she poured out. Here's <laughs> my heart. <laughs> oh my Lord. Well, that's, you know, so there's never a lack of things to do for those who want to love the world, yeah. like love the world, like minister to the world, to bring God's love to the world. There is never a lack of anything to do. So there's so many things that Christians can do out there. And, and, and so, like you said, discipleship, though, people first off, you know, being discipled to know and then being empowered by the Holy Spirit and shown what their ministry, what what God has them to do yeah. and who they're, who that is that they have to go minister to and to love and to, to preach to and to teach to. I mean, there's, there's so many people out there that are hopeless. You know, look at just, just look at our nation. I mean, it's, it's hopeless. We go, you see it on the streets. You go, people are just searching for answers, searching for what to do. And the answer is there in Christ, but they look to Christians and, we we're talked about four walls. We're, we're in like, the four walls. Well, safe and sound. Like, yeah. It isn't bad, you know, but like it is. Well, it's not bad on Sunday, but what about <laughs> Monday through Saturday? Thank you. Yeah. Can we get yeah. out there? Can we, I mean, you know, there's so many things we can do, Yeah. you know, just to show the world, just to, not to, sh- just to show the world, but to actually do yeah. in the world. Yeah. That's what, that's what I, I mean, it's not just going around aimlessly. God's going to tell you what to do. Amen. But uh, I just don't yeah. think people are listening. Yeah. Well, I think it's twofold. I think the enemy has attacked within the church, and fr- and it's on the outside of the church, too. Right. So you have a twofold front that's coming against Jesus Christ. Mm. And, um, and, you know, going back to the, the discipleship, which is so, so important, and it seems so silly, but it can be so simple. It's people being willing to take time 
to invest in somebody else. It's saying, hey, do you want to get together? And it's a twofold thing. Do you want to get together and just talk about the word of God? Or can we just pray together? And it's on a regular basis and it's on a and it's consistent and it's working through when hard things happen. And so when hard things happen in relationships, it's being willing to confront them and go to the word of God and deal with them. Because what happens is, is that we, I think a lot has happened in the past in the church, and this is from personal experience, that things can happen and there can be just a, like a, um, and they're never really worked through. You know, it's just um, like a, gloss over a gloss over kind of thing or just to be, you know, here's just a <laughs> here's a broad overview of an answer. But it's never the the root of the issues never really addressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so but that's where Christianity is different. And I truly believe it, because when God the Father sent his son to put on human skin to walk among mankind, he was willing to do the root issue. And it was the sin that separated us from a relationship and from eternity, you know? And and so just thinking of that woman, like, hey, that posed the, you know, the answer. The question is to remind her, but Jesus Christ didn't do that. Yeah. 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 He didn't do that. Right. And he loves you. You know, so, and he, so so if you're so back to that, if Jesus is willing to do that, it says he made himself a little lower than the angels to come down here, then what what are we willing to do in order to get to, to show one person that they're loved by God? What are we willing what 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 is the end? What is our like okay, I'll do that but I'm not going to go further than that. Mm. You see, when Paul said, I'll be anything to anybody, now obviously, you know, he says he'd be anybody, anything to anybody. He didn't mean he's going to go out and go sin and get drunk with yeah. everybody. But it, oh, but he it, didn't mean that. <laughs> Dang it. But he, I was going to tell my dad. But what he didn't say was he didn't say, I'm unwilling to go into the bar. Mm. You see? See, that's the difference. Mm. Now, Again, you're not. So, are we willing to go into the bar? Are we willing to go to the gay pride parade and and actually not say, "Oh, our church is you know an alliance church," but our church is a loving church yeah. that knows that God has a plan for you yeah. because we want to love you. What can I pray for you? You see, what lengths are we willing to go to? Now, I might not be willing to go to. <laughs> You, this is probably going to get you cut off. <laughs> I'm not willing to go to, uh, you know, uh, I heard some folks tell me that there's people that go to the, the uh, Las Vegas as a pornography convention. And there's what? Christians that go there yeah. to, uh, with a table to preach Christ, not to, you wow, know, but oh. preach Christ, yeah. you see. Yeah. So They're what, strong. Come on, so yeah, what level are we willing to go to? I volunteered. No, <laughs> you can't volunteer. If you volunteer, it's the wrong ministry. I was just you know, prophetic. But anyway, um, 
<laughs> but there is so many people that are dying and going to hell. And are we willing to go there? Hmm. Are we willing to go to to a place where people need to hear the gospel? Yeah. Dang. Damn. And there's so many, so many ministries out there. But you see what what the young folks don't see, young people don't see that their parents are willing to do that. They see their parents are willing to go sacrifice church for a su- Sunday for a baseball or soccer or a football or something else. But what they don't see is their parents willing to sacrifice, you know, their Monday, their Tuesday, their Wednesday, their Thursday, even after Sunday to go out and minister to someone or their Saturday where they could be out on a boat. Mm-hmm. But instead, they're out there washing someone's feet in San Francisco or somewhere else. Right. So that's Damn. what that's what. The church is part of what the church is lacking. There's other things, but that's part of what the church is lacking. The action, faith and action. So you, so you think that churches now fill chairs and look pretty nowadays? Because I feel like back then there was more people, like you were saying, more active, more like going out and actually preaching or just having fellowship with other people without being aggressive. I feel like nowadays it's just start a church fill the church, fill with people as much as you can, and then just say, I'm doing this for the community. I feel like that's how it nowadays is. But why? What, what do you think that made people change their perspective of actually going out and being with the community and now that? Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, ah! Okay. Okay, I just have to say this. <laughs> Because I genuinely believe that, and I mean, it's just true that there are specific demonic spirits Mm. that are inside of the church that we have yet to address Mm. that cause blindness, first of all, but that also just cause complacency and just rest. And I just feel like there's such a lack of urgency. And so... It just makes me ask and it makes me just wonder, like, do we believe what we read? Like, do we truly believe the gospel? It's easy here. We just want to thank you for being here with us, for listening to our podcast. Um, Remember that this is a way to help each other to learn more. Um, This is going to be a two part episode. So this is going to be the first part, and in two weeks, we'll, we'll release the other part, the other half, um, since it got a little bit extended. Uh, so we just want to thank you. Uh, remember, it's just a new start, new fresh beginning. We have planned something good for this podcast, and we just want to ask you if you can help us by sharing with other people. Um, remember to follow our Instagram page. It's breaking the the bread. Uh, we are posting announcements. Uh, we're being active, you know, speaking with you guys on one on one questions you may have. That's our best way to reach us. And yeah, so we just want to thank you for listening to our podcast once again. May God bless you and may He keep you guys safe from all this. That's happening around the world. So see you guys next episode. And thank you for being with us once again. We love you guys.